0: Welcome to episode 126 of Hustle and Pro. I'm Kelly Walker, your host. Today we're talking to student athlete, Hannah Epperly. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about your background. I know just a little bit about you. I know your main sport, but I would love to know um, your background in sports and where you go to school and what sports you play for school or not school, all that all that good stuff.
1: Okay. Um, I go to Memorial High School. Um, my background kind of as an athlete, uh, I didn't really enjoy track that much, honestly, as a little kid. It kind of started when, after I turned 11, I started running track, but it wasn't until then. But as like a younger athlete, I enjoyed mostly like basketball and I was goalie for soccer for a little bit, but I really didn't like it that much. Um, It started, my love for track really just started when I was in seventh grade. That's when I loved it so much. I kind of realized like, hey, I'm kind of good at this. Maybe I should just keep going. And then I met Coach Landrum, which is my coach, and that's when it kind of all started. I really started liking track. I know
0: Coach Landrum; she's actually been on this podcast also. I love her, oh, yeah. her family. Yes, they are amazing. So yes. she she wasn't your seventh grade track coach, was she?
1: No. Um. Yeah, I went to Moss Middle School, and it had track there, but it was just the school coaches. Mm-hmm. And then my first year running track, it was. I ran with Frisco Heat so it was just like a mix of different coaches. And so besides you mentioned um
0: soccer and trying a couple other things, what other interests do you have off track, besides track? What other things do you enjoy doing?
1: I would have to say I honestly don't have that many hobbies other than track kind of just cuz it takes up a lot of my time, but it would Probably be just hanging out with my friends. I like just chilling on my own or chilling with my friend, just hanging out and that kind of stuff. I like being around people and just doing social things. So that's probably it. But yeah.
0: so what grade are you in? What year
1: I'm is? in 10th grade. I'm okay. a sophomore.
0: That sounds yes. exactly right then. A tenth grader who runs track and also just basically wants to hang out with her friends and yes, relax. Ma'am. I have one of those in my household also. <laughs> I have a 10th grade daughter. Uh, and besides her sport, which isn't on campus, um, she yeah, she's just also always with her friends, hanging out, doing, yes. doing nothing really. Or she does work little. So sometimes she's doing that. I wouldn't say that's her interest though, but yes, it's ma'am. it's just a thing that she does. Okay. I want I want to talk about um like this summer of 2021 and your training and kind of some of your accomplishments and things that sort of happened for you over the summer. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yes. So this summer I was training, uh, three or four times a week and then I would have track meets every Saturday. So it'd be like five out of the seven days I'd be doing track. Um, by the end of the summer though, like the beginning of August, I went to the junior Olympics. So that was my first experience with that. It was super duper crazy it was super fun i'm glad i like even got the experience to go there so i it was definitely one of my goals i'm glad that i got to be there so
0: the junior olympics where were you
1: it was in houston this year and so what
0: all were you competing in
1: i just ran the 100
0: do you run other events like for school
1: Yes, uh, I usually run the one, two, and then for school, I ran the four by four and I did the long jump, but I only qualified this year for the 100 for the Junior Olympics.
0: You said it was a goal that you had. Was your goal to work to get there for, had that been a goal for a while?
1: Um, honestly, no. I, going into the summer, I didn't even, like I said, it was like my first summer experience. I honestly didn't even, like realize there was a I knew there was a junior olympics but not like nationals I wasn't preparing myself for all of that but it kind of just flowed and went where it went and I just made it there I was so happy and now it's like a continuous goal I hope to make it every year do you feel like
0: now that you know it, that it's there and that that's something you want to get to um do you feel like you had to change your training this summer or that i feel like you're kind of at that age where you could step it up and evolve and mature and kind of i don't know change um get to the next level did you did you feel like that this summer and was that part of your training and and mindset going in
1: yes for sure i would have to say it was like a whole nother level you like my mindset had to completely switch, you know, you got to, to be a good athlete and to be um, just like a good, good, like young athlete, you have to kind of let go of a lot of things to get where you want to be in life. So it wasn't just um, a lot of training, pushing myself harder, but I had to let go of Maybe like a lot of my free time I had this summer was just jam-packed with track and that kind of things.
0: It's probably hard in the moment, but looking back, since you're already past it and it was a good experience, it sounds like it was worth it.
1: Yes, it was for sure. I don't even mind letting go of those things if like I have goals and I want to achieve them. I'm just going to be focusing on those things. So
0: then what are, how do you set goals and what are some more of your goals now that you just got one this summer?
1: Um, right now, my goals for this season, um, I want to like time-wise, I want to get my times down to for my 100, probably like 11.9, 11, 11, Um, For my 200, 24s. And for my 400, probably 57s, Um, but overall, like for years to come, I hope to get a D1 scholarship for college.
0: That's exciting. Do you know where you want to be or what part of the country you want to be in? Or do you just, are you really open to any opportunities that come your way just so you can run?
1: Obviously, anywhere I get to run, I'll be happy with because I'll be running. But pro- obviously, or not obviously, but probably somewhere in the South because they have um, typically better track teams and stuff. Uh, I don't know if I want to run in Texas or maybe Tennessee, maybe Oklahoma, Louisiana. There's a lot of places. I haven't really decided or thought about it a lot, but. Is Coach Landrum, and I think you said Tennessee, did she run
0: there? Yes. Um, that's why I said that okay I was, when yes. you said that I thought well Tennessee is kind of a random state to choose but then I remembered I think she was kind of a track star at Tennessee <laughs> yeah. is that right yes ma'am that's awesome though that you have someone close to you that can you know give you real world experience from from her time in college running in college yes yes for sure does she work with you on more than just the actual skills of running
1: yes okay so she just started um this this club it's called the lg academy um we do track two times we have practice two times a week and then we have optional practice two times a week and we do uh tutoring and we do um life skill lessons on zoom that kind of stuff because like she's probably said before, maybe even on the podcast before that track, isn't only just running. It's basically a mindset sport. So if she didn't do that, then I probably would not be motivated at all to go to practice. It
0: sounds like it's more like a whole experience thing, a whole life lifestyle. Obviously that's what she calls it, but yeah, because if you just turn on that mentality, when you step out to practice on the track, like it's not really going to to be enough yeah. to have you kind of have it has to carry over if you have these goals not everybody needs to be this way right but if you do decide this is your commitment level and you have these goals, do you feel like it has to carry over into these other aspects of your life.
1: Yes, it for sure does like I mean I love running but like who really wants to go out there and run like 10 200s on the track like as fast as you can no one really. But I mean, it's the thought process. If you think like, hey, this is going to make me better. This is going to make me a better athlete. It's just going to shape me into a good human being. You just have to have that, um, the right mindset and mentality for everything in life. And track is just a really good example of that. And that'll go beyond
0: track too. I asked you about your other interests at the beginning because- you know, I think it's important to remember there isn't most likely there isn't going to always be track to be your main focus. There'll be this amazing part of your life right now when you get to live it. And hopefully through college, you'll get to live in that world of track. Um, some people extend that obviously, but like there will be a time when you aren't an athlete anymore. And so Mm -hmm. I love that you're also learning skills and life skills that will take you beyond that. And like you said, be a good human, be a good person and learn learn how to adapt and to work hard and, and focus. And some of the other things that she's working with you on. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So all of this sounds positive and good, but as you've been running now and are serious and running for several years, have you, what's been hard about it? What have been either challenges or obstacles you've faced or injuries or just things that were difficult during this journey so far?
1: Okay. So this summer, it was so great to be working so hard and um, completing my goals and getting things done. But for me personally, I'm a perfectionist. If there's something that I really want to do, if there's a goal I really want to achieve, I'm going to push like, everything aside to get where I want to be. So for me, my obstacle, the biggest one would probably be I kind of stress myself out too much. I put a lot of pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. That's something that I need to work on.
0: That's hard. A lot of us do that. I'm the same way. And it probably goes back to being an athlete also. Um, We expect a lot out of ourselves and that can that can also carry over into other parts of life and then it causes stress and then that can cause you know other issues, so it is hard, it is something you have to. The self care word is so cliche, but like it does go back to those things when you have to take a minute take several minutes for yourself and to let that stress level drop. It would, however that is in your life. Um, yes. whether it's just, you know, be, even just being a, like hanging out with your friends and doing nothing, like that's a big one to just bring it all back down. Just yes. The basics and just enjoying yourself.
1: Exactly.
0: Are there other, do you have other techniques that you do like to, to de-stress and get sleep, um, stay healthy?
1: This might be kind of silly, but, um, I kind of just look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you got this. Like, there's no need to worry. You're in the prime time of your life right now. I just kind of just give myself a little pep talk. Like, you're gonna be okay, Hannah. It's gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, that's good affirmations. Have you met Coach yes. Androm's husband?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And have you ever heard of their affirmations? Yes. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. Who are some people that you do look up to, whether it's in your own like real life personally or athletes or um, people that you haven't ever met that you look up to and are trying to kind of follow in their footsteps?
1: Um, Obviously, my coaches, Coach Landrum and Coach Jamar, um, because they definitely play a big role in my life. But athlete wise, Shakari Richardson, she's a big one, kind of. A basic one to pick, but I just think she has so much swag and she's just confident. She knows what she's doing. Um, another one would have to be Jenna Prandini, just because you typically don't see too many white girls running sprints. And she's a very good sprinter and she's a white athlete sprinter. Um, and she got second in her. Two hundred for the U.S. So she's pretty good. I don't
0: know her name, so I'll have to look her up. Um, yes. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know her name. There's so many, but well, and shikari Richardson, like you said, she's she has a presence about her and something that just makes you like kind of can't take your eyes off watching her and watching yes. her perform. And there's something about like I don't know, she exudes some kind of I don't know, a blend of like confidence and joy about being out Mm -hmm. there that just makes you kind of like embrace her. Right. Yes. I love her too. And I've only just known about her like this summer because of Olympics talk. So probably Mm -hmm. like May or June, whenever that started happening, you probably knew about her way before me. I'm not in the, (laughs) I'm not in the track scene. So I don't know. I don't know all the, all the people you're probably watching. Um, okay. So what would you say as a 10th grader, if you're looking back five years ago, yourself five years ago, or, you know, a fifth grade girl about to just jump into the world of running when she hits middle uh-huh. school and realizes, oh, there's this this whole new thing I can learn. Uh, because that's how a lot of people are introduced to the sport, right? So what, what do you say to that girl?
1: Um, I would probably say just have fun work hard, try your best, but mostly like it's the prime time of their life. They just got to live it up, run your best, just try your best and have fun, you know?
0: Yep. I love that. I love that. That was the first thing you said was have fun. Cause it all has to come back to that. Right. Because I mean, if you don't, you could just tomorrow say, eh, I'm not feeling this anymore.
1: Yeah. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And that's Can't be okay. Out early.
0: But that's okay if that's what each athlete has a different starting and stopping point in their sport. Yes. Right. Not everybody, I mean, you stopped basketball already, you've stopped soccer already. So not everybody can run the whole end to end in every sport that they do. And so it's okay if you realize like this isn't the right one for me anymore. But and I feel like that always falls back as a youth athlete. It, needs to fall back on enjoying it. If you're not having fun anymore, move on to something else, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's good advice from you. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll be rooting for you and following in your journey and good luck. And thanks for taking time out of all your busy training to come on and Zoom with us. Well, thank
1: you for having me. That's
0: a wrap for today's episode of Hustle and Pro. Please make sure you follow us on social. At Twitter, we are at Hustle and Pro. And on Instagram, we're at Hustle and Pro with underscores as the spaces. So that's at Hustle underscore and underscore pro.